0: Welcome to the Creating Conscious Relationships podcast with your host, Janelle Annette. On this podcast, you're going to be receiving my best teachings, tools, and practices so that you can create a conscious relationship from the inside out. So no matter your relationship status, you're going to find everything you need here to help your relationships thrive, including the one with yourself. Hello. How are you? I hope you're doing well. Welcome to Creating Conscious Relationships. I am looking forward to sharing with you today because this episode is definitely going to be diving into something that I've personally experienced that you can likely relate to. And so what we're here to talk about is the journey of struggling to let go of someone whether it's a recent breakup or you were never even in a relationship or it happened you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, because it's a bit of a doozy if you've ever found yourself in this situation, you know, and you might've had an experience where you've had no problem letting go of certain people. And then maybe this one single person just seems to stick no matter what. And I've been there, so I get it. And I'll share a little bit more about that and in today's episode we will be going through what it's like to not be able to let go. So just, you know, what does this look like? How does this show up? We'll also talk about why does this happen? Some possible reasons. And then from there, how do you actually let go? What's that journey like? What's required? What are some helpful practices to move you along so that you can find acceptance? So let's talk about what it looks like to not be able to get over somebody. This could look like ruminating thoughts, you know, they keep appearing in your mind. If you're in contact with this person, which obviously makes the letting go process a lot different, but if you are, you know, constantly wondering, are they going to message me? Are they thinking about me? Um, You know, maybe fantasizing about the ways that it could work or will it work? Um, You might be really reading into everything that they do. Even if like if maybe they posted something online, it, it could be as that a message to me or, you know, maybe their messages directly to you, you really read into and so on. So it's often this fixation in the mind and you may have told that to this person, you likely haven't, you might be playing into the games or maybe you're not even in contact with this person at all, but you're still finding them taking up a lot of space in your mind. And this can be a frustrating place because at some point you might wonder, like, is there something wrong with me? Why can't I just let this person go? Like, what, what is it? And you might also put all the power into them as a person. Like, it is because they're them and it's this one specific person that I will not be able to let go of and here's all the reasons why. And I'm going to talk a little bit later in the episode why we have to learn how to not make it about them. And I'll explain what that means and looks like as a really foundational piece in not only letting go of somebody, but not giving them your power, not giving them your power. Because when you're holding on, when it's not working, that person either doesn't want to be with you or maybe you just couldn't be together for whatever reasons, you are not giving all of that energy back to yourself or maybe a future partner or whatever it might be, right? And there might be some kind of thing your psyche is getting out of staying hooked. But obviously it doesn't feel good because I'm sure there's also a part of you that wants to move forward. Maybe part of you doesn't because that would mean fully letting go and that's terrifying, right? So we'll talk about the phases of a of letting go moving forward. And you know, I'll say this now and I'll say this again later. This is just a unique journey to everyone and there's nothing wrong with being attached. There's nothing wrong with having a hard time letting go. And if you could see it as there's a really important lesson to be learned here for you and you'll get there eventually, things feel a little less daunting. So when it comes to attraction, and I've talked about this in other episodes, it's important to understand that you're attracted to people for kind of specific reasons, whether they remind you of someone from your past where there was like a close connection with, right? A lot of our romantic relationships really model our early parental caregiver relationships. So it could be that they remind you of one of your caregivers. could be that you're trying to complete some kind of loop with them, right? Like You might find yourself having the same kinds of conflicts and frustrations that you had once upon a time with them. Um, So there's a lot of things that could go into this. But another element and I'll talk about this a lot today, is the characteristics that that person holds. And again, it could be related to a caregiver or someone from the past, but ultimately there's often an attraction to people who resemble certain traits because it's either something that you would like more of yourself, right? So for example, maybe they are really charismatic and hilarious, and you're so drawn into that. And You might be charismatic and hilarious yourselves. Maybe there's this matching of energy, this like reciprocal dance that you have. Or it could be that, you know, I want so badly to be as free in my expression, my humor, my play, or I want to feel more of that. So when I'm with you, you give me that complete experience, you know, kind of coming from that you complete me um, mentality that a lot of us unconsciously bring into relationship. So it could be that we're looking for yes this trait to feel vicariously through them and it could also be a life experience you know maybe they represent freedom maybe they were really adventurous or had a lot of resources and could fund adventures or you know traveled a lot for work and that that feels like something you're really craving so the reason that this is so important is that This unlocks a piece, it might unlock a piece for you as to what this person represents to you and why it might be so difficult to let go, right? So just asking, what is it about this person? Is there something about them that I myself really want to know and experience? Or the other piece might be, does a certain side of me come out when I'm with this person that I don't get to experience much in my life? And I'm craving being that version of me, right? Because maybe when you were with this person, you became, you met them in that level of fun or carefreedness, or I don't know, all the different varying things that you might experience with another human. But like, what what version of you was alive when you were with them? And are you missing that? Are you seeking more of that? And so, part of this unlock, this introspection is to realize, oh, I, I'm actually craving this. Therefore, part of my letting go means I have to prove to myself that I can do those things or I can evoke these parts of me in my everyday life. And it doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be an overnight journey. But this is what I was talking about when we say we take the power away from who this person is, like as in it's just this one person and no one could ever replace them. And of course, that's true. <laughs> Everyone you meet is unique, there will never be another them but when we say i can't let go it's because it's them and it might actually be i can't let go because i want to experience more of who i was when i was with that person so right that gives us a little bit of spaciousness from them or a non-reliance on them and that can help us move on especially as we actively work on bringing those things into our life or stepping more into that version of ourselves that we want to be you know, I really understand this experience because before my now partner, you know, I was in a situation where I was pretty hooked on to somebody for like, I don't even know, four or five years. And there was almost no contact with that person, but the door was never fully closed. Like it was always when we're in the same town, we'll see each other and that door gets opened. And so there wasn't this clear closure In that experience. And because of that, I didn't necessarily have the proper grieving process that I would in a typical relationship or a typical breakup. And I was not in a formal relationship with this person. It was this very hot, cold dance, in and out. And what happens when we experience this kind of relationship dance or dating dance, and I've actually been like, I I work on this with clients all the time, is that. When we are in a kind of hot, cold, on-off relationship, what happens is it creates a bit of a like a slot machine for love in our minds, and it makes that love very addictive, and it also has the potential to make people feel extremely anxious. So what I mean by that is if you're seeing somebody, maybe this is this person you're having a hard time letting go, is that maybe one moment they're sending you a message and it feels so good, but then they're gone, or then it becomes distant, and then they pull their love back. And basically, it's like, wait, where did it go? Like, is it going to come back again? And you just start fucking yanking on the slot machine, going and going and going until you get another hit. And so it creates this addictive loop. And we can also see, you know, this is this is part of um, anxious attachment as it forms in our early childhood is that thing. It's basically a infant doesn't know when that love is going to come because it's kind of in and out. Maybe that, that parent was around part of the time and then not, or was busy and then not, or their love came and then it went away. Um, and, and honestly, a lot of the older parenting styles just was this, Or was a complete distancing uh, based on some of the common practices that were going on back then. So this is a really prevalent experience, right? And it creates, again, that addictive loop. And so that's more of a forming of an anxious attachment. I wouldn't even say in my case that I am typically an anxious person. I would lean more to like secure and uh, definitely way more avoidant in my past. Worked very hard to get to secure. But in that kind of situation, it can propel anyone into anxiety right so even if there wasn't contact with that person it was like i never knew when it was going to come again right and then it would feel so good but then it would be gone again and so it creates this cycle so moving forward into how do we actually let go of these cycles especially when they seem so prevalent and they take up so much residence in your mind well the first thing i'll say again is these things take time and there's no right or wrong timeline that you need to adhere to rather I would just recommend asking yourself, what is it that this is trying to show me? What is it that this is teaching me? How do I get to experience myself in a deeper way and understand myself in a deeper way through this experience, rather than trying to force yourself into some timeline of getting over them? That's just not how it works. So, if we lean into this perspective of life being our teacher and all of these situations being our teacher. We can trust that we're going to move through it at the right time and we're going to gain what we need to gain from it and we're going to grow into the person that we need to grow because of it, right? So again, part of that letting go is evoking the parts of yourself that you want to experience more of within your own life. The other aspect is creating your own sense of closure. And so, you know, some people might say, well, you need to get closure with them. And it couldn't hurt if this is a person who's receptive to having a conversation with you and you can clear it with them and say, Hey, like, here's all the things I need you to know. Here's all the things I've held back from you. Here's all my feelings. And I just want to, like, put it all out there and put my heart out there so that I feel complete and so that I can also receive the full experience of, like, this is not working. Right. And again, maybe it's because they're not available to it or the situational, but just a full, Anchoring in of what is, but you don't need to do that. If this is a person who's not around, not available, not reachable, you just don't want to open that conversation, that's okay. Like you can create this internally. One thing that I do with my clients is I do like clearing closure practices. So basically, creating a space where you're saying all the things that need to be said that were never said and you're owning all the emotions. Because a lot of the time in modern-day dating relationships, most things don't really get said. Like, you know, you might go to your girlfriends and say all the things that are on your mind, but then when you're dealing with the person in front of you, it's like all filtered and, you know. So this is a <laughs> this is a whole other conversation and especially applies to when you're in a romantic relationship. But... A lot of the time we don't get to move forward because we didn't actually get to bring our truth to somebody. So again, whether that's directly to them or in your own time and space, that closure needs to come. The emotions need to be processed. Like, do you need to fucking wail about it? Do you need to like grunt? Do you need to like run around? Do you need to like move and make sound? And and this is this somatic release that so much of us are missing from our experience. Like we kind of think, you know, oh, I I felt angry, but did you actually fully express anger, right? We don't use our bodies in the way that we used to. You know, if you if you look at animals in the wild, and this is what in somatic experiencing, like Peter Levine's training, he studied animals in the wild because he saw that when they had intense experiences, they they responded, like they shake, right? Or they, they do different things with their bodies, depends on the animal and so on. So we need to get into that habit and it, you could also think of yourself when you're a kid like when you're a kid you're you're tantruming you're moving you're yelling you're right moving energy So if that means in your own time and space you want to set up a letting go ritual like getting out all the things that you need to say moving through all the emotions and just fully being with yourself in that that might actually be one of the biggest unlocks but if we don't let that experience happen we just continue moving through our lives holding on to that and likely, fantasizing not fully accepting acknowledging what is true right in my case I didn't want to fully acknowledge what was happening with this person it was kind of you know he had mutual energy for me but he didn't want commitment and there wasn't like a full reciprocity and the way that I showed up in that dynamic was to just really pull back like I wasn't I didn't reach out but emotionally mentally I still felt very looped in because it felt easier for me to not accept and acknowledge the truth of the situation, which was that it was just never going to work than it did to do that, right? Because accepting that it was never going to work meant feeling all of the uncomfortable feelings that didn't want to be felt, right? This was years ago. So, you know, I can speak to this now and I can really look at this from this bird's eye point of view. And I hope that in me sharing this, it helps you understand yourself a little bit better if you're finding yourself in something similar but to just again not give your power away to that one and only person because there's something deeper in it for you and you can find love probably even better love (laughs) because it's actually going to be working right with someone new and that's another thing we have to be ready to open ourselves up to even if you're not wanting to date or You're just not planning on it and you want to spend time with yourself, great. I definitely recommend doing that. I I was single for five years and was one of the best things I've ever done so that I could really know myself. But again, trusting that if you want a relationship one day, that it's out there. If you want love that's better, it's out there, right? And remembering that this relationship or this dynamic didn't work with somebody for a reason. And it's the same in breakup, right? In breakup, often there's this fixation on, All the things that were good and remembering all the good times and you can't remember why things didn't work and that's your brain and your body trying to like stay attached to the feel-good feelings and it's also your brain and body trying to motivate you to be like no 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 like go back to that person because that person feels safe because i feel like i have a you know if we're talking on the more primitive level that our mind and our body operate at that means this person helps me stay alive which sounds extreme but our attachment system is very much rooted in that, right? We need other people to, to live and we 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 want all these very human things with people and, and, and other people can offer us a lot of safety in ourselves. So part of this work is moving beyond our primitive ways while still acknowledging that they exist, meaning like how can you become your own secure person? How can you be the person that creates safety for you no matter what? And then whoever does come into your life, friendship, romantic, whatever, It's not like I need you because you complete me because without you, I can't experience X, Y, Z or without you, I can't have all these things that I dream and I desire. We have to become that person for ourselves so that we know that we always got ourselves and we're not entering in love from a fearful place of grasping, of being afraid that that person's gonna leave all the time, of being afraid of losing whatever it is that they offer us all the time, right? That's what this internal security is all about. And that's what I'm just urging and inviting you to go create for yourself in whatever way you can. So the, the other piece I'll just add here is that if you find yourself looping and like, again, just continually thinking like, oh, what if, and maybe if they send me this message now and what if, you know, and you would go through this whole thing. It's like, no, I have to sit and talk to myself. Hey, it's not working. They are not available maybe, or it doesn't work due to whatever, like just Full acceptance, acknowledgement of what is. Doesn't mean it won't suck. Doesn't mean pain won't come. And if it does, see that as a good thing, right? So just to kind of reiterate that whole thing, but noticing your mind because your mind might be a, a contributing to this non-letting go because it's, again, it's not fully acknowledging what is and accepting of what is. So I'm going to invite you into a guided practice. If you're driving or walking and you can't close your eyes, you could still do this in some format, but if you can, I suggest sitting down, taking a few breaths, closing your eyes and and just dropping in for a moment. So, getting comfortable. Feeling your butt on the chair or whatever you're sitting on, or maybe your feet on the ground. Clothes on your skin. Maybe you're naked. (laughs) You feel the air on your nipples. (laughs) That's cool, too. And if your eyes are open, you can take in your surroundings. If your eyes are closed, you can notice your visual field. So we're just presencing here for a moment. And I'll invite you to visualize this person standing before you that you're having a hard time letting go of. And notice if in this moment you already feel feelings or subtle sensations and changes in your body, your body position. And just allow whatever wants to happen. If you want to move a little, put a hand on your heart, breathe deeper, just follow your body's wisdom and you're seeing them stand before you and you're making eye contact and again just feeling anything that arises and give yourself a moment you can either say this out loud if it if you're in the right space to do so or you can say it in your mind but just take a few moments to say some things that you never really let yourself say there's no consequences in this moment just what is it that you want to get out what do you want them to know are you upset with them just what is it that needs to be said that was left unsaid full transparency full truth just let that let that move might want to visualize that there's a cord, an, an energetic cord connecting the two of you from your hearts. And maybe you have some more things to say. Feel free to pause this and continue if you do. But seeing this cord stretching between your heart, whatever color comes to mind, again, you're making eye contact with them. Notice how far they're standing. Maybe you want them to come closer. You want them to stay right there. Maybe you want them to go even further back. So just like have them adjust. Then you're going to visualize a a pair of scissors, a big pair of scissors. You can have them glow or be a certain color, whatever feels good. And it's going to come into the center. And it's going to cut the cord that's connecting you. And you're going to visualize that cord being cut, falling apart, and ultimately fading away. Taking a few more moments just to make eye contact with this person that you've just cut cords with, you're choosing to let go. you're going to now imagine that behind them is a door. And you're going to stretch out your hand inviting them to leave. They're going to turn around, walk through the door and close it. Taking a moment to be with yourself in this liminal space. Noticing what Things get brought up by seeing this person gone, being in your own energy. And this door still stands. And so I want you to imagine that behind this door are infinite possibilities infinite possibilities for love, for connections, for friendship, for community, for new experiences, for new hobbies, for new career, for new creative projects. Just taking a moment to feel into the magnitude of what is awaiting you in this great mystery of life. And if you're the kind of person that that feels daunting and heavy, we just bring in a bit of possibility that maybe the best is yet to come or life just continues getting better because you are now more aware of who you are and what you want and how you want to walk in this world. So what if you were to believe that it only gets better, everything that's behind that door? just welcoming in those sensations. You might notice new sensations stirring in your body and or not. Whatever it might be, just notice. And to close, I'll invite you just to now walk forward and begin approaching that door. And slowly as you get closer, putting your hand on the doorknob, opening it up, and going forward. Whenever you're ready, you can slowly come back to the room in whatever way feels good. Your eyes have been open this whole time. Hey. And I hope that this whole podcast episode today and this guided practice helps you remember that there are good things to come and that you can trust your journey and that you can trust this letting go process however long it needs to take and that it will make sense one day and whatever's meant to be is going to be, you know truth will come forward if you're meant to work it out with this person that'll happen if it's not then it won't and i know it's easier said than done sometimes to accept those things but the more we can remember that there is again infinite possibility awaiting us the easier it is to let go of what is known to let go of the past right when we trust that there is goodness in our future so come back to that practice whenever you need for this episode and know that you're not alone and sending you a lot of love i hope you enjoyed the podcast episode today if you did please leave me a review ideally it's five stars (laughs) and uh we'll see you in a few weeks for the next episode of creating conscious relationships